I recently finished Emma Klein's The Girls. It's about a girl in California joining a cult that's very reminiscent of the Manson family. Russell plays a Charles Manson-esque leader with the long hair, he plays guitar and surrounds himself with young girls and a few young men who fall at his feet. He carries around with a carefree attitude that they admire. Everything he says is gospel and their enemy is the confines of a society. As I was reading this, I started thinking about cults in general and those cases as well as just generally true crime cases. What is it about them that captivates us? Is it because it's a life so different from my own? Because I doubt, like I highly doubt, I would be as interested in consuming these stories if I was involved in a case like that, or if I knew someone who was, you know? At the end of the day, whether you want to admit it or not, the consumption of true crime is voyeuristic. No matter your intent or how you go about it, whether it's overtly glorifying and glamorizing these tragedies, like selling merch of a serial killer's face or starting fan clubs because the girl who stabbed her mother was just too pretty to be guilty. Like, y'all are sick. People who do that, disgusting. Or if you consume them as a form of breaking them down as a case study or an analysis. Like, you like going into the psychology of it, the why, the sociology, if you consume it like that. And this is being said as someone who enjoys true crime and learning about them. I love learning about these cases. Like, I minored in criminology. I loved case studies. It's very similar, in my opinion, to a horror film. Again, being said as someone whose favorite genre is horror, I love it. I sit there and I will watch horror movie after horror movie. It's my favorite thing. We sit there and we eat up these stories. We watch someone get stalked and tormented as a form of entertainment. We will sit there wide-eyed as Patrick Bateman chases his latest victim down dark stairs, bloodied up, as a figure in white passes behind me a form. And it's entertaining to us, fiction or not, these traumatic events that we consume as entertainment from the supposed safety of our homes or movie theaters. These are traumatic events that we are consuming. As I was reading this story, I just kept saying to myself, like, why would she still be there? Why would she go back? Does she not see all the signs? Like, absolutely not. Please don't hitchhike over there. You have literally everyone telling you this is a bad idea. A stranger is saying, hey man, maybe you should come back with me away from this place. Maybe we should get you some help. And yet she still stays there. It's similar to watching like a ghost story, a haunting. I find myself saying like, why would they go and investigate the sound? Why aren't they moving? Why are they still there? You know, I think it comes from a sense of that the viewer 
as the viewer, we would never behave like these characters. No, we're too smart. It's the Sydney Prescott-Randy Meeks complex. They're smart. They've consumed enough of this type of media to know all the tropes, to know what to avoid, and what to do. They understand that the girl should never, ever run up the stairs. No, she should go outside, and yet that's exactly what Sydney does when Ghostface chases her. They know that there, there's a killer out there, so you should lock your doors, don't hold parties, and keep your guard up. But then we see Ghostface lurking behind Meeks. We see Meeks taunt him until he ends up dead. We like watching and reading about these cases with the sense of supposed safety. As a voyeur, we're not involved, so whatever's happening can't be that bad, true or not. Whether the story is true or it isn't, we are watching it, so it cannot be that bad. We're not involved, so it's fine. We feel safe. It's a very fine line to walk along to see if you could either go into glamorization or information. Overall, this was a medium-paced book. It was not too gory, at least in my opinion. While some characters were, again, in my opinion, very flat and nothing more than a caricature of what one of the Manson girls would be, our protagonist, I feel like, was done pretty well. Again, I was reading it being like, why would she do these things? But we also see why she would. We see her at home being neglected by her mother and a father who isn't there. We see her friends who are just awful to her. We understand the reasons why she should go home, but then we're also seeing these moments between her and her family and her friends that give us reasons why she should go home. If you're into true crime stories or just crime in general and mystery, and you're wanting something fictitious instead of a true case, I would recommend this. It was not, I'll be honest, it was not the best book. It wasn't the worst. It was like a solid three stars. Three and like 3.25. Like, you know, I would recommend this book. It was very interesting. And if you're having trouble consuming true cases, but you are interested in the genre, this would be a good book to pick up.